sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League podcast. Uh, your Cleveland Guardians have been busy, not necessarily in ways you were hoping for, probably. Uh, there hasn't been any major, major moves. Uh, but we are going to talk about a few things uh, that they've been up to and some things that individual players are up to uh, as the World Baseball Classic looms, which you'd be forgiven if you completely forgot about it. It is a thing that still exists, and it will be happening in March. It's um, glorious, and it exists. <laughs> I, for, <laughs> I can't wait to talk here. about it. <laughs> I'm excited to get into that segment because I actually really, really love the World Baseball Classic, and so I'm like Me extremely happy it's back. Oh, but we'll get into that. Yes. Uh, first thing we want to talk about is something of a little more immediate note to the Guardians. Uh, this week, the team, and this is not a super shocking move, I would say, the team traded. Uh, I guess you could still call outfield prospect Will Benson to the Reds for another outfield prospect, a younger outfield prospect, uh, Justin Boyd, and a player to be named later from the Cincinnati organization. That trade has happened, freeing up a 40-man roster spot uh, for the Guardians to do whatever they, already they want. Fulfilled. No, they already fulfilled it. Was that Collins? Is that they did, yeah. uh, No, uh, it was, uh, was it? Jason Bilios. We claimed okay. him off ravers from uh, the White Sox. Who knows if he'll even be on the team come May. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Well, basically, yeah. it, here's the thing. Is it frees them up to say, like, oh, hey, uh, I don't know, someone random coming up this season. Like, we need to get you on there, or we need room for another reliever. Or um, it gives Catch you that flexibility spot. to say, like, it's a guy that, like, you, you'll you'll need it at some point during the year if you're like strapped, yeah. Or or if there's a prospect that like suddenly just like blows their way through the system that isn't already on the forty man that they're like, oh shit, we need this guy up, um, potentially for some reason, you know, if there's injuries. Anyway, um, here's the thing: is I I feel nothing. I really don't about this. I mean, it's like one of the. <laughs> I feel bad because Will Benson, by all accounts, is like the nicest guy in the world. And I'm glad that he's going to get a better shot in Cincinnati because like right now with the emergence of Will Brennan, what possible role could could Will Benson have on the team? Well, not even just Will Brennan. I mean, it was Quan and Gonzalez as well. And you have George Valara waiting in the wings, too. You know, he's he's half a good season away in Columbus from probably getting called up himself. Right. Yeah. Benson, Benson, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. he always just struggled, unfortunately. You know, he's put it together and, and he, but he doesn't fit. The, I, I really don't think he fits the team's current model of the bat to ball skills that they've been looking for. Whereas Boyd does. And we'll get a little bit more into that, I'm sure, as, as we discuss this. But you're right. I mean, he, he seems like a great guy. Just, just seems like the, the, the fit, it's an odd fit for him. To make that, to make any kind of splash on this roster, so yeah, good luck to there, him there in Cincinnati. A, yeah, exactly. There wasn't really a big opportunity for him to do so. Cincinnati is all the opportunity in the world. It's also very hitter friendly ballpark. 
Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I hope he, well, yeah. I hope he does right. well. Uh, it just are so quickly. I mean, a year ago, how many question marks do we do we have about the outfield? So quickly that was answered. It's amazing. It's well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that, uh, Fabs, because I recently was reminded of the existence of Framil Reyes on this roster last year, and it was through a stat that I thought was incredibly interesting was that among playoff teams, the Guardians had the second most at-bats over the course of the season among players who were replacement level or worse. Mm-hmm. And wow. a lot of it a yeah. lot of it was Austin Hedges and Franville Reyes. Yep. But yeah. you you still had quite a few guys. Even DH. Even DH was a spot too for a while there. You know, good half the season before um yes. Before right. Gonzalez is, came is up. That replacement, right. that was, is the replacement level um is that just the batting or is it taking into account the fielding? Because Miles Straw would be another one if you're just looking at the batting. I don't know how they figured that, actually. Is that they, they didn't specify if that was also including defense. I think it was just offense from what I saw because they were okay. talking at bats. That, so that I think drives. it was just the, yeah. Miles Straw. Because otherwise, Miles Straw makes a little more sense. I mean, he was a 65 OPS last year. I mean, that's it's offensively. Uh, let's see about his yeah. fielding. I, I, mean, I actually, oddly enough, I thought, Reyes, I thought about Fran Reyes. I thought about Fran Reyes the other day when the Guardians announced their promotional calendar and just all those bobbleheads. I was surprised <laughs> they weren't trying to give the... They weren't trying to give those away in one of the days. Some dude, some dude claimed on Twitter that he had an in, and some buddy of his gave him that bobblehead that was never released. Allegedly, if, uh, <laughs> if anybody wants a couple of uh, Mike Clevenger jerseys from a few years back, I, I, I'm sitting on a pile of them still. Oh, God, of yeah, good luck on those, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah please, Zach right. is I the was... last remaining moron. <laughs> Finger, fingers crossed. Let's not jinx anything. That's pretty interesting for the White Sox. I mean, that's got to suck for like their fans as like their one relatively notable free agent signing that I can think of is uh, going to be in some hot water here soon. Well, so. I mean, like yeah. I, I think, like I I sent the group. You know, birds of a feather. Who was his buddy? Let's not think right. too long and hard about everything, guys. Yeah. And there were all those rumors and How stuff much? going around when he was here about things going on with his first Oh, his baby first mama. baby mama right. blew up his spot. Yeah. And, yeah, sure. and I'm I mean, not going to lie. So. I mean, I, I, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but uh, she blew up his spot del- deservedly so. And she had some evidence to back it up. Right and right. Uh, yeah, that, that yeah. It's always I always love. I, I always love when teams are like, "This is news to us." Like you never right. did any sort of due diligence at all about anything, dude. Like you just Cooper and you, teams always just hope like you don't find hate. out. Cooper oh yeah, Carrasco had to hate those pitching meetings. Just like any time they had to be around, like the rest of that 
starting uh, rotation, they were they probably just despised it so much. Same with Francona. I, Francona was like, get these assholes off this roster as fast fuckers. as you can. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we still don't talk about enough how, like, um, Trevor Bauer's, like, last moments on our team were launching a ball from the mound over center field. Like, that's one of the more remarkable, like, exits for a player from a team. I'll never forget. I mean, I always go back and look at that, but I'll never forget like seeing like um, I think it was Lindor at the time, the shortstop in that game, ducking because he thought Bauer no, was going like, to. I think it was Mike Freeman. I think it was Mike Freeman who was playing second so, base. Okay, that somebody day. ducking, somebody ducking because they were like terrified yeah. that Bauer was going to throw the ball at them, and then like right. Francona just like looking Francona's like, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, yeah, looking, he's going to kill him on the mound. Uh, so, uh, I will say this. The Guardians are full of high-character guys these days. Um, I love it so much. It's Frank so much is probably so happy. He's so that's why happy he's right sticking now. around. That's, that's clearly why he's sticking around. Is, you know, you got a good, you know it was a good white, group of guys. It was a White Sox fan who stole his... A White Sox or Twins fan definitely stole his scooter. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past a Yankees fan either. That's true, that's true. I mean... Yeah. I didn't say that. So well, Yankees fans are like a crazy breed because they would, they would like do stuff to be like, I hate fucking guardians after like still beating us in the series. Yeah. It's like, no, oh, right. like we were just, right. we took you to five games. Like we didn't, they're uh, still butthurt about the, the Astros. They're still butthurt about the Josh, uh, Naylor rocking the cradle thing. You oh know? yeah. They hated oh, that. I yeah, know. They're it's... still chirping about that on Twitter. Oh. It's like you guys won the damn series. Get over yourselves. I know that team um, is mentally fragile. Though. Yeah. Hunt, that, yeah. Not, not, oh, I, not even just the team, that fan base. Oh yeah. I mean, I I I semi get it. Just real quick, I get it. Because, like, because they were all kids when the team was so good. Sure, so you had all these expectations, and they've just <laughs> they've been so close so many years in a row, and just like have not. And also, there. and also, it's you know, tough too because like you can't that there was an era where it was like, first of all, Steinbrenner still owns the team, and so you have this expectation that it's like. Right. We should be able to go out and sign whoever the hell we want at any given time. Like, why are we mm-hmm. not doing it? Absolutely. And the, the Yankees really do, for a lot of the time, sit there for the most part. I mean, they they spent pretty well this offseason, but a lot yeah. of times they'll they'll sit back and like be a lot more cautious about throwing ca- like money out there to anybody. And it's not how it used to be. And so I, it's no, a weird ever mental, since ha- like, ever since Hal took over the team, they have been more cautious. You're right. Yeah. But they've been consistently fantastic still. So it's like one of those things where I'm, you know, look, (laughs) I'm not going to like cry for them. So no, Um, no no one's so no one's losing any sleep over that team. No. Uh, Now, I will say this. This offseason, the Guardians have now unloaded their top two picks from the 2016 draft class in Nolan Jones and Will Benson. That if you had. Yeah. When that draft happened and you would have said seven years from now. They're both basically going to be like bus. Well, Cleveland. well, and I'm glad you said the word busts because I was thinking about this earlier in the week. Are they busts? Well, to Cleveland fans, yes, especially to casual Cleveland fans. Both of those guys made their debut this year. 
Um, but like we just said, especially with Benson, there was no room for him. There, I mean, Gonzalez well, he also had Gonzalez and he also had came kind of strikeouts. Of, he had 19 strikeouts and 55 at bats. Yeah, well, so, uh, but that all that was always that was always kind of his mo coming up to the system. He was always kind of that. You know, is he ever going to put it all together? Is he ever going to hit for a, 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 a an average that you can tolerate? He was never one of these bat to ball guys. But then I, I feel, and I have to go back and take a look at the draft strategy. But I feel like Jones and Benson were kind of like one of those last couple of years of the old regime's draft strategy. Correct. Um, and they were taking risks on high school bats, both of both of which Jones and, and Benson were high school players. Um, and that's not the strategy anymore. The strategy now is college arms, uh, college bats that have bat-to-ball skills, and then go into international free agency and make a splash there. That's kind mm-hmm. of the mo of the you know if we're going to distill it really. A lot. Um, I, but they're still both young. So I don't want to say they're busts just yet because they're still both 24 years yeah. old. They both just I, made I their debut. I think it's hard. I, think, I, I know with like drafts, it's you always uh, want to do ratings of the draft class yeah. and, and uh, always want to classify people as busts. I feel like in baseball is like the one sport where – Unless you're like a top five pick or something, or you're a like can't miss once in a generation, and you just like fall on your face or do a bunch of stupid shit to like be out of the league in a couple of years, I don't even like. I would never even call somebody a bust in baseball. It is just such a mm. weird like thing where there's just so many variables in baseball, unlike any other uh, sport where you're immediately. In basketball, if you're a first-round pick, you're going to be on the NBA roster. Same with in hockey, unless you're inter- signed internationally. And in football, you're going to be like a starter if you're going to be picked in the first round. Baseball is like, oh yeah, we picked a guy, and then you might you won't see him for five years. So it just it's it's I just feel it's so completely different than any other sport. Well, drafting and, and yes, yes to that. But I'm gonna probably I'm gonna play devil's advocate to what I just said too. Take a look at some of the guys who were drafted right behind Benson and Jones. We could settle the Brian Reynolds argument once and for all. Had the, <laughs> the Indians at the time not drafted Nolan Jones at 55 overall, because Brian Reynolds went like 60, 62 in that mm. draft. That that is one thing about baseball is that like. Beyond, like you said, Fabs. Aside from like the top ten picks, you could look at anyone in a draft class and say they've yeah. got a realistic chance at some point potentially to be a contributor. So it's not so. So there's less emphasis put on like the first and second round picks, where teams are more likely to cut bait because right. And really, what they did, what the Guardians <clears throat> did with what what's very interesting, like you said, Chris, is like it, what they did in those two trades for. Benson and Jones is they just swapped with prospects who have the bat to ball skills that they're looking Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of funny how they value how like the Rockies are like, well, Nolan Jones has got pop and we're in Colorado 
and the Reds are like, hey, we've got a bear yeah, box type gotta, stadium. Yeah, we, yeah. And and also we're a rebuilding team that like, why the hell not take a risk? Whereas like a 21-year-old outfield prospect, like, eh, I mean, it might, whatever. We're going to be like a, in the dumpster for the next six years. But, so, But for both of those, for both Benson and It Joe, works for both look, sides. Yeah, I was going to say, let's say both of them become 235, 245 hitters in that range. 20 home run potential. Both the Rockies and Reds have could probably mix them in someplace with their rosters as they currently stand. And they'll take it. Right. We're not in that and, position. We're looking to contend for the well, Central. And what I like about World Series, even too. What I like about the Justin Boyd, too, trade. Uh, who they got from the Reds is that he's 21. And so like yeah. now you're replenishing the lower levels of the system and you're going to have again, talent coming up the PD Halpins, the, the Justin Boyd's your chase the louders. Like unless they get moved, these are Dude, now that next wave of guys. They, that next wave of outfielders is you just mentioned three of the names, Isaiah green, who we got in the uh, Lindor trade is another one. He had some of the best on-base skills. His batting average wasn't there, but on base, he dude was led the organization in walks. Um, again, not much power. Uh, we also had um, uh, I I forget how to pronounce his name, but he was our big international signing last year. Um, his brothers in the uh, Twins or <coughs> Brewers organization. In the Brewers, Jason. Uh, Sh- Sh- I don't, wanna, or I don't even want to yeah. pronounce it wrong. So, I, I, yeah, yeah, but, but I know, but you're you know who I'm talking about. We <laughs> have does. like five next wave outfielders who could potentially all start the season in Lake County because they're all 20, 21 years old. And they're all that bat to ball skills, 15, maybe 20 home runs, which then you kind of look at guys like George Villar, who's potentially has a third 30 home run potential. And you're like, I hope that guy amounts to something. Right. Yeah. You know, because then you can, okay, then you can spot, you know, someone else in the outfield because, you know, you'd have Quan presumably still Valara and player X. So I, I feel like you probably need Chris. Do you agree? Like, I feel like you need with, with having so many, you know, on uh, high on base percentage, high contact. Mm-hmm. I I think the Guardians are probably good if they have three thirty home run potential guys. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, you need more than let's, that. Let's we'll check the one off. Jose, Jose's that guy, right? right. Um, you hope Bo Naylor or Bell can be another one. Josh Naylor's 25, like yeah. healthy. I yeah. think he'll be in better shape this year because yeah. he'll be able to like have a full off season. So I think we like we have that. And then Valara, if he develops into that, presumably he he would replace the Naylor or the the Bell, who's yeah. only going to be here temporarily. Yeah. So no, I mean I, I'm. It's it's a hard thing to kind of put into words, but I, I'm very happy with how the organization has set themselves up Um, because we're kind of in the middle of a wave right now, but then you can kind of look into the future. And if some of these prospects, even if only half of them amount to anything, 
which is even asking a lot. You can see where, okay, yeah, we can let that guy go. We can sign this guy to an extension, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it's all got to come together. I mean, it's, it's, I'm just like on paper. It's guys, easy to I, do. I'm just getting so excited for those, those being on online uh, in June, just a fan base. So freaking pissed off. Like, like his fucking Guardians team is so god the death by a thousand cuts. Like mm-hmm. single, single, walk, double. Yeah, that disgusting Triple brand of baseball. Oh. You said June, oh, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, June we'll start getting those. Okay, we'll well, seeing... we do have the twins. We have the twins start, early in June start to like fade away. Some yeah, we have we have the twins early in June, and there. then the White Sox. Um, oh, I'm sorry, the Cubs. That's the Cubs. Never mind. Yeah, oh, Cubs fans twins, will be vocal about that. Tw- twins, twins, and White Sox fans will be the ones complaining the most. God, Twins fans have been so annoying online. They are just like so, so proud of getting Correa, who didn't fucking want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also, yeah, I also, I, guys, me and my wife worked things out after like the two guys she cheated on me with, like didn't want to stay with her. <laughs> yeah, things are yeah. great now. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> Hey, remember how I was going to leave you guys and go to San Francisco and then that fell apart and then I was going to leave you and go to New York and then that fell apart and then I came crawling back to you guys? Good times. And after I called every other team. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were the the twins were the mystery team that reappeared where after Uh, he had like reached out to like 12 other places. (laughs) I feel like there was a fourth Um, team. But I yeah, digress. There definitely was. I, there was, I remember there was, there a, was like, like Texas or somebody with like <laughs> yeah, somebody like had that. was like, oh, maybe definitely us. Or, yeah, definitely the Rangers were in on that. <laughs> the Rangers, ah, yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter that we just signed, uh, made some big splashy or signings or the Angels. It's always Angels one of those two teams. In that. Oh God. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of Korea, because we're going to shift gears here for a minute uh, into another uh, segment. Uh, Korea notably is not in the world baseball classic uh, for Puerto Rico, uh, because so can we have some reckless speculation right now? Because I have a hot take. So they said that he's not playing because his wife is quote unquote pregnant and expecting uh-huh. a baby during mm-hmm. that time. She may very well be pregnant. I don't know. Mrs. Correa at all. And I take him at his word that she is. But I think it is the heel, one hundred percent, that is preventing him from playing. But isn't that heel? Isn't that oh. heel like years ago? It isn't was years like- ago. But I think what everyone was saying is like it's hanging on by a thread. Oh God! Like I feel like <laughs> like without like them coming out and saying it. Like I feel like that's what the medical reports were saying was like, yes, this was okay. years ago. But at any time, this thing could crumble apart. So is this like, is this going to be like a Juan Gonzalez situation where he takes one swing, makes it halfway up a baseline, and that's the end of his time with the Probably. Twins? Probably. Like was, I was so cool. sad. Him and Buxton. Down. Him and Buxton, man. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, this is look, what's going to happen. This, about is, that. this is what's going to happen. Him and Buxton. He's in a, there's going to be a little flare out into center field. Him and Buxton aren't going to hear each other. They're going to collide. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. going to be the end of both of them on the same play. Man, so there that would be some brutal outfield injuries that happen in Minnesota because that's where Naylor yeah. uh, blew up his leg too. So I wouldn't want to play outfield in Minnesota anymore. No. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I, for one, am a big fan of the World Baseball Classic. And uh, so I was watching the release of the rosters tonight. <coughs> because I had to do it on my phone because YouTube TV got rid of MLB TV or MLB network. So I'm sitting there on my phone, uh, staring into this tiny screen, looking at these rosters. But anyway, uh, I am jacked. I'm excited. I do think the U S is going to shit their pants based on their pitching. hundred percent. hundred percent. My biggest thing. So there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about the WBC that we can get into as we get closer to it. And like, the the biggest thing is like oh the Dominican Republic is like stacked as hell like they're gonna they probably are. just so destroy good. but like well, I live in the Venezuela. US Venezuela is pretty good Cuba's got a decent roster um, yeah. Puerto Rico's got a decent roster actually yeah. uh, Japan is always good um, I look at the U S and I say okay from an offensive standpoint that's a roster that could go with anybody you're talking Mike sure. Trout Kyle Tucker Trey Turner Bobby Witt Mookie Betts Arenado Alonzo Tim Anderson Goldsmith McNeil it's like oh, okay great that's yeah, a roster yeah, that lineup that can is, hit anybody yeah that lineup's awesome your top two pitchers are like Nestor Cortez and Merrill Kelly and then it gets into like a whole bunch of just like random stuff where it's like so, Lance Lynn, Miles Mikolas, Clayton Kershaw. And I understand like some people said no, but like you're talking yeah. about somehow you couldn't convince God, you couldn't convince Dylan Cease, Alex Manoa, um, Zach Gallen, um, Bieber, McKenzie. I mean, I'm Burns, I, I'm glad Corbin Brown, Bieber, McKenzie. I, I want I want them to stay healthy. Yeah. Like, no, no, and, and selfishly I'm with you, Fabs. And but I'm sure that's what I, I get your point for too, some of Steve. these guys. Um, yeah. that the, the team USA roster looks like it was like a, a team that was confound confined by, um, some arbitrary, uh, uh, payroll of some sort <laughs> right, where right. they were like, we're going to blow no our guys. load. <laughs> we're going to blow our load on the offense and then pitching. We're going to go in on the cheap. Yeah. Um, right. Holy cow. I mean, that, like, I, I forget what group we're in, but, like, I'm I'm, I'm going to be realistic with you guys. Like, I'm not pulling for Team USA this year. Like, they, they got no shot. Like, give me Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic and Venezuela. Give me those three teams. And in Japan, right. like, I'd, I'd sit down and I'd watch those games. Like, Team USA. Yeah. Hell, I mean, I'm hell I'll root for Team Canada. I'll root for Team Canada. Well, because Team Canada's a little got, frisky. Team Canada's are, a little frisky got, because they we got, got three. We got three Guardians on that team too. That's right, exactly. So like, you've got Bo Naylor, Cal Quantrill, who's going to be their number two starter behind Nick Pavetta. Incredible, yeah, um, that's cool. And Cade Smith, and then some other guys within the system are playing for like Colombia and Josh Wolf's with Israel. Pa- Richie yeah. Palacios is playing for the Netherlands, which is sweet. Netherlands is another and then, team that's stacked, dude. <laughs> They're oh. they're pretty decent too, and then Andres Jimenez is playing for Venezuela. 
And yeah. uh, De Los Santos is on that um, second round pitchers list. Yeah, on the Dominican so, team. Yeah. So honestly, like you said, Chris, it's like, I, look, do I want the U.S. to do well? Yes. Yes. But also, yes, when I, I do. But but I when I when I look at these other rosters, it's like, dude, I want to see like Jimenez ball out for Venezuela or Palacios have a good. Dude, there's some teams. There's some teams even that have some like old old guys from uh who have been within the organization like Colombia has got like three dudes. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I made no bones about it. I was a big Oscar Mercado fan. I thought he could be a decent fourth outfielder. I liked him a lot. Um, but he's on that Columbia team. Uh, hitting Harold Ramirez is on that team. And I forget who the other guy is, but I thought there was like three of them. And I was like, man, like I'll, I'll pull for those dudes. Like that's like, that's like a, yeah. Columbia. Columbia's got a decent roster. That so that's the group that United States is in. So they they're there's a group is the United States, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. And only two teams advance, right? Is that correct? Yeah, From so it'll probably group. be US and Canada. Or or US and Mexico. Or or Mexico's got a decent or squad Columbia. too. Yeah. I mean Colombia does Canada, too. The, we got a the good, problem with the Canadian team draw. is they they always do. The US always gets a good draw. They always like just friggin' Yeah. Cakewalk. We got pretty lucky with <laughs> that draw. I'm not gonna lie. Like that. that, well, that the, that's a pretty cake cake draw. Canada. Canada's big problem every year, every tournament is that they drop that first game, and then it's just an uphill battle. And, yeah, right. and they always seem. Hey, and they always gonna, seem to have like. I was gonna say they always seem to have like decent pitching, not outstanding pitching, but decent. And then like the offense like won't show up for a game or two. Well, that's the only thing that's going to stop them this time is like, yeah, besides like Freddie Freeman and like Tyler O'Neill, it's a lot of like, yeah, ah. that, 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 that's a lot of you're hoping for the best. You're it's a lot to ask, but you're talking about a yeah. one, two. I mean, Nick Pavetta and Cal Quantrill could get, could steal you a game against like Columbia. Or easily Mexico, because really all you're doing is those three teams are going to be fighting to not to be the second team because the U.S. is just going to like waltz into probably yeah the second round. So it's just going to be U.S. Like, is going to win. Three U.S. is going to win their games like eight six nine eight something like that. You know, yes, right. Like, dude, I mean, that's that, how they're going to win that roster. I mean, the lineup is nuts. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun to see that. It's just like yeah. I, I don't know how it's like, dude. You couldn't get anyone else. A, you, an American pitcher, you couldn't find like anybody seems, else to willing to do it. It seems like they they accidentally filtered out some very good pitchers in an Excel document. And <laughs> yeah, proud right. To admit <laughs> their mistake, and they're like, "Oh no, this is who we're going with." They're like, dude, "No, I feel, no, I feel uh, worse." Pennsylvania is not part of the United States. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel especially Texas, bad. No, for that's like Mexico. Israel. Like, you know. Oh. Like, Israel's got to be, Israel's got to play Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and the Dominican Republic. <laughs> like, Jesus. why? Forget it. <laughs> Whatever. And there's only about, like, three names on that roster that you've ever heard of. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's always like. It's, like Jock, it's Jock Peterson. Josh Wolf, just because he's in the system, and like I can't remember who else, but there's there's a couple guys. I actually think the other team that I think could be frisky based on 
what I remember of their roster now that I'm looking at it again is uh Team Italy dude could actually be a little frisky. Um yeah. they have like yeah. their pitching is just like non-existent, but their roster's got David Fletcher, Nicky Lopez, and that Vinny Pasquantino from the uh Royals. Royals, yeah. It they like let's see, they're in the group with Chinese Taipei, the Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Like anybody <laughs> could emerge out of that. Chinese top, uh, t- uh, Taipei is usually a pretty good squad. Apparently, uh, I, think Chang, good I think you. I think you Chang's on that team. Oh, um, sweet. Apparently, Panama's pretty good, pretty decent. I guess are they? I don't remember. Um, Apparently, uh, <laughs> from what I'm seeing I'll here, I'm, the I'm Netherlands are decent. So, yeah, Netherlands. I mean, it's like I, I, I. It's a fun thing. I remember I the think, first one. I remember watching yeah. it in my dorm with a bunch of like other kids on the floor, and it, it was just really neat. It, it's it's a really cool. Unfortunately, I couldn't go to because the uh, the last uh, final was at Dodger Stadium, and I wasn't able to go um, uh, in twenty seventeen when they won the U.S. won like yeah. eight nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like when was that? Six years ago? Because it was, was every it three was, years. Yeah, no, to it do was this, it right? was um, it was like seventeen because. My wife and I, we were in San Diego. They skipped it for COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it was like 17 because I think, I think my daughter was like two years old when it happened. And that tracks. Yeah. So it was yeah. like 17 or 18. They, they've been trying to do it on a three-year <coughs> schedule, which is like yeah. ridiculous. But I just, I just wish um, they, I just wish there was like a stadium closer to us in Northeast Ohio that had a well, dome. Like, yeah. They had this year's that, championship is Miami. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one like, problem about the WBC is that they it doesn't go anywhere but those like same four parks. Like what about like Milwaukee? Tokyo. Yeah. It's like Tokyo, uh, Southern California City, Miami, Arizona has had some games. Uh, Mexico City. Where I else? Thought. Maybe Mexico City. Yeah, I mean it's all those. It's all those. Cities, you know, and Toronto's like, had opening getting... round matchups. I remember Toronto's Toronto? hosted a couple. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Know, Milwaukee like, could be fun. Um, Milwaukee be a blast. That could be an, yeah, a good be one. A bla- could you imagine? Okay, could you imagine a game in Milwaukee, even opening round, with how they tailgate out there? That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be awesome. Dude, that'd be yeah. a blast. I'd go up there in March. I'd go to Milwaukee in March to see that freaking game. Oh, totally. Just something that's like relatively accessible, I guess. And then I would double check to see if, you know, the, the Bulls or Bucks or Blackhawks or somebody else was in town in the Milwaukee, Chicago area, and I'd, I'd hit up another game. Right. Again, it's just. MLB not understanding to how to grow yeah. an audience in other places. Like, right. I mean, I get it. Like you need some like relatively warm weather places. You can't have all dome games. Um, but like none of the championships have been outside the U S like, I want a crazy, I want a crazy oh, yeah, like, like South, South Korea Korean or something. Yes. But, in, but in fairness, or in fairness, like Tokyo, outside like, of like Korea or Japan, who could host it? A, a championship game. 
Well, let them I mean, do it. Baseball stadium. I mean, but like switch it off. You know, it's like. I mean, now I know it's like the, an American I, game, I guess, but yeah. But I'm, 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 I'm just saying, in, in fairness to Major League Baseball, like what country would oh, draw in the Coliseum for Italy? Yeah, let's do that, dude. Or like, so like yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, like, you're trying to grow the game globally, right? So, like, yeah, all no, of a sudden, you got friggin' Great Great Britain somehow can, uh, qualified for this, and I think I if you're talking about it being. A, a glo- you're trying to grow it globally, then you gotta you gotta expand it and say like we're gonna go play in Afghanistan and the Taliban are gonna host the um, title. They're gonna okay, be the okay. <laughs> Live golf is already facing that uh, the backlash of yes, the Saudi Arabia, right. yeah, uh, Saudi Arabia. Family. I mean, uh, um, hosting. So Qatar. I don't know. I, mean, Qatar if, I, I don't know if that's there. the best. Um, though I you love did that. Live up- golf had to. Pay to get the rights on TV, and they got the CW is the network that's going to broadcast. <laughs> yeah, them. Oh, the CW. My God, is that right? <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah. Oh my God! Come, come to the CW to watch uh, your DC uh, TV shows and uh, live golf. <laughs> the most corrupt uh, I, golf I, you've ever seen. I I will say one thing that's got me super excited that MLB thankfully allowed to happen i know they didn't like actually like do the legwork uh mlb the show is going to have like a whole yes uh with like a negro league player yeah they have negro league teams now and you're gonna get like satchel page and like all these like really famous players that they'd never featured before unless they were on the mlb roster i gotta ask you that um i have one thought that i want to finish up on um world baseball classic um and it's slipping my mind so uh but to the mlb the show um are they gonna have like the old stadiums too oh yeah they, the, the, they, they still yeah they still do the old stadiums like the like i got i know they have some of them years ago yeah they have like eight old stadiums they're gonna have more old stadiums so okay. more old teams that'll be I awesome i don't know if they're gonna have the field of dreams field but like they definitely should. Like I feel like that's I a thought it was easy... in last year's game. Okay, For some cool. reason, I so thought it was in last year's. And I already, I was already going to get this year's game because it was going to have like Quan and yeah. Jimenez and so many of the people I love, uh, and the team was going to be good for once. Um, but yeah, once I saw that, I was like, oh, yes, like yeah. pre-order. MLB the show is one of the best, best. Uh, it's really sports games out there. Um. Wrapping up my my WBC thought, um, outside of you know more northern cities hosting it, um, it is going to be a bummer that Quan, Jose, uh, mm-hmm. Bieber, uh, Classe, you know, they're they're uh, even Rosario um, won't be a part of any of the rosters. Or like Josh Naylor um, same in Canada. Th- or Naylor, yeah, yeah. Or, or Josh Naylor with Canada. Yeah, he was another that one. That would have added some nice thought um, to that lineup. It would have. Yeah. It would have. Um, I'm I'm bummed about that a little bit, but I'm also excited that, you know, some of the guys will play. Um, but to Fab's point, you know, especially with the pitching, uh, I'm glad that the pitching isn't going like a McKenzie or a Bieber and, you know, getting extra wear and tear 
So nice segue yeah, I mean, into Cal, Cal, the next Cal thing. seems like one of the best guys to go because Cal's game kind yeah, of doesn't right. seem like it'll be truly that affected. And if anything, he always starts kind of slow, I feel. So Dude, that was the whole like him. that was that was the whole thing when LeBron was here. I was just like, I'm sorry that you like he's not playing and you spent money on tickets. But also as a Cavs fan, he can sit out the entire season. Like, <laughs> right. like get, give me LeBron and Irving, like in the in the playoffs. Like, just get to the playoffs and like, I just put them in a bubble. I I don't mm-hmm. fucking care. Like, even if I went, I'd be like, oh, this sucks. But I, I mean, I'd rather like we're competing for a title. I'd rather just same with the Guardians. Like, it's I I do. I'm glad they have a few people going, but also like. I'm excited for the team. Like it's well, that's, you know, one of the, the things though too is aspirations. Like, some I think what people like don't think about too much uh, about like um, baseball too is that like a lot of these dudes go and play winter league mm-hmm. or like the Caribbean oh, series yeah. or like you know these some of these the guys play literally baseball ball for all while. year long. Yeah. Yeah. They play all year. They, yeah, they they might take a month off. You know, so it's not super unheard of. Because everybody was like pissing and moaning about the WBC when it first started. It was like, it's during spring training. And it's like, I don't know if these dudes even get anything out of spring training half the time, to be honest. No, they play like the two established ones do not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think you can see it from the other countries that like they clearly care a lot about the international play. Like very uh, much. With, with the exception of uh, Great Britain and the Czech Republic. When I went through those rosters, I was like, if I could somehow showcase my lineage to both of those countries, me as a 35-year-old, washed-up former uh, player, I may have a chance to represent one of those countries. Well, it's funny you mention that because I saw on Twitter that Akil Badu was being uh, considered for the Great Britain roster but didn't get added, and it's like, how? That's a yeah. guy with MLB experience. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Why is that guy not on your roster? I mean, yeah. Trace Thompson. I mean, there, there's there's always the a couple teams player. every year where it's like, yeah, give me give me four months to get back into playing shape, and I I feel like I could, I think, be a yeah. part of that team. Well, Team Italy, like, man, Team Italy. I've got the I got the connection that way, so I know yeah. I can trace it back. I think so. I don't know. I, they, Italy, well, I, I, I'm Irish. Yeah, I, Ireland doesn't have a team. I actually go. I'm a sick bastard. I'm a real sick bastard because when they do qualifying throughout the years, like leading up to it, I always actually follow it. And so, like, I'll watch like insane qualifying games between like Germany and just like the most random place. And it's really weird. It's very, very strange. Well, those but, aren't even always the teams that are going to represent them well, either. That's close. the crazy yeah, part. Half the time, it's like, I mean, then it's then like, they just pour in the MLB guys, and then it's yeah. like totally different. But um, all right, so segueing into our last thing here, uh, you had mentioned you started to talk about the pitching a little bit. Uh, you know, with uh, Mackenzie and Bieber not going, and Quantrill, and just kind of like wanting to keep it all intact. Uh, I just briefly as we close on our last thing here, wanted to just kind of get a sense of where you guys are at with, with the pitching staff. Cause we've, we've talked quite a bit about uh, what we felt they needed to do or what could, they could have done. And then like, 
we talked about the twins going making a big move uh, for Pablo Lopez trading Arias, mm-hmm. uh, which actually I'd rather see Arias gone out of the division. Yeah, yeah. Than, honestly, completely agree. Because um, now, honestly, my big my bold prediction is that like Quan's winning the batting title this year in the AL. That's my aside. We'll, we'll talk mm. about predictions, I guess. But oh, um, I love it. I love it. But I, I really do feel that could be the case. And uh, I don't know. So I, I get what they were doing. Like, I understand that the Guardians are like, look, um, at the end of the day, we still are going to roll into a season with like a one through five starting rotation that anyone would take. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've got like four guys that at a moment's notice we could plug in. If Savali well, or Plesak get hurt, or if they don't perform, I don't even think it's four or five. I really, truly believe it is seven or eight. Well, and I've always maintained so I because we've said this too is like I have maintained that twenty twenty three is going to be what you saw with the offense in terms of yes. cycling dudes in. This yeah, is the year pictures. where you're going to yep. see. It happened. So let's just take a look at the Columbus Clippers staff right now. Likely going to be Logan Allen, Peyton Battenfield. Right. Um, Gaddis. Does Cody Morris start? Morris might be in that mix there too. Um, Oh, Xavier Curry. Xavier Curry is another one. Hold on, I have my I have better notes. Well, that alone else. that alone is like five names. That right there, like that right there. Yeah, is, that was six guys. You said, yeah, yeah, that right there. And then let's not even look at who's in Akron. You got right. Espino, Williams, Bibby. Um, you have uh, oh Pilkington was another guy who's probably going to be in Columbus mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Burns, Ross Carver. Um, well, realistically, Morris probably makes the team. Now that I think of it, but he probably does. He well, probably and Bibby, does, and he's you. You were mentioning Bibby. Bibby's been uh, popping up now on uh, some of the top 100 prospect lists. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me go over to the Guardians' top prospect. Uh, rankings. I feel like I'm leaving a name off this list. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll while you're looking that up, I'll, I'll yeah. just say that, like, I mean, Plesak, I, I'm not a fan of Plesak. I, I just, he has not been good for a couple of years. He does a lot of really dumb shit. Um, I'm glad <laughs> we have so many arms that we can replace him with. But I will say, Savali, last year he dealt with some injuries. He was coming back from an injury. Um, if Savali is healthy, I think he can legitimately win double figure games. Um, because literally the season before, uh, I've said it several times, he was the front runner for the freaking Cy Young for the first half of the, the season. Summer. No doubt, no doubt, he was so good. And last year was still like injury plague. Like I know everyone's pissed off about the um, the playoff start. He was not set up for success. No. No starting pitcher 
ever would take. I want to. I'm going to sit for 12 days and then pitch yeah. effectively. Like that's that's not happening, especially against the Yankees. Um, but I I mean like. I think Savali's going to surprise a lot of people this year if he stay if he's healthy and and also like with our pitching coaches, if anyone's going to get him back to like that form, it's going to be our pitching coaches. And then we haven't even talked the bullpen. I I love our bullpen. It's so so wonderful. Um, it's it just I I'm in a good place with our pitching. I I I you know I I think last year I was saying it's the second best in the AL. Like I don't think it's there, but. It, I probably top five in the AL. As far as the bullpen goes, no bullpen. I think we're oh we're probably the best in the AL. I I think rotation probably top five in the AL. Yeah, I mean, like let's just even say like let's take a look at the like if if we say the rotation, I think we can all all three of us agree that the rotation is in no particular order. Bieber, McKenzie, Quantrill, and Savali. Those four. Right. And your fifth, probably to start the season, is going to be Plesak. But right. subject to change depending on what happens. You know, if some Plesak will team, go and win this Cy Young this year. He I'll could. take it. I mean, he could. Um, I, I, I wouldn't put money on it. I but, doubt it. Um, no. But somehow it still would not surprise me. Um, the other name I forgot was Joey uh, Cantillo. Uh, from uh, who got oh, yeah. a deal with the Padres. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's 10 names right there between Columbus and Akron. Now, granted, not all of them will become starting pitchers. And actually, one of the things that I want to discuss um, uh, in an upcoming episode is, excuse me, um, uh, Bowden on uh, The Athletic, he, he did his... Uh, was it Bowden or Keith Law? Maybe it was, or maybe it was Keith. Maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was Keith Law. Uh, he did his top twenty prospects in in the system and gave some interesting takes on uh, a number of the pitchers because he's like, look, these guys are not going to be a starter. This guy's going to be a starter. Whatever you know, so on and so forth. It wasn't like Daniel Spino not going to be a every starter. starter. I mean, that's. Well, I mean, Espino is probably the one just because of his injury history. I would probably put money on him not being a starter. Right. I mean, I've seen I've seen scouting reports where they say he is the best relief pitching prospect out there right now in in any system. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, damn, that's that's high praise because yeah. we have a pretty good closer to begin with. And, you know, I could see an extension giving to, given to Class A. Where does that leave, you know, a guy a guy like Espino? Eighth inning role? Do you give him that kind of money? That's a future mm-hmm. question and a future thing to, to That would be an amazing to thing to have to worry about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I'll take it. You know, um, but I've I've seen a lot of a lot of reports that you know maybe his best role is out of the pen just because of his injury history. Yeah, I've seen that too. But yeah. other, but um, you know, Cody Morris. Yeah, you know, I've seen that. Uh, Hunter Gaddis. I've seen uh, bullpen possibilities as well too. And, and you know, a handful of those guys are probably can get traded too. Mm-hmm. 
You know, we were talking about uh, Will Benson in the 2016 draft. There's a good chance that that Plesak gets traded or Savali gets traded this off this still before the season starts. Yeah, I mean, it's very conceivable that in two years, like no one from that draft is going to be left because oh, it, yeah. the jury's very out as to whether Shane Bieber is going to be on this team in three years. So, God. Um, I mean, I, I, hope I think, I think Shane, I, I'd love to see Shane Bieber stick around because the one thing, and I believe it was Keith Law, like you said, Steve, so thank you for that assist. A lot of our prospects, he was pegging as twos and threes and fours in the rotation. Right. He didn't say <clears throat> anybody was like guaranteed number one ace status. And I think McKenzie gets there though. Like I, I, I think really McKenzie does too. I think McKenzie does too. But if you could keep some semblance of the Bieber McKenzie Cal top three for a couple extra oh, years. Yeah, with Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, because that's you what start the Dodgers sprinkling did. in I mean, you start like sprinkling Clay, in these became, other guys. Yeah, hmm. Clayton had moved from the ace to the two to the three. He's like the three four type guy now sure. with them. And yeah, you keep Bieber, you know, ideally Tristan becomes the one. He moves to the two. Then he moves to the three. One of our young guys comes in. Williams, whoever. I mean, really, all um, you want. And the only thing is, if you kept McKenzie and Bieber around as long as humanly possible, that would be really, really. It doesn't even matter what the hell the rest of the rotation looks right. like because you could just continuously. I feed feel like in. they'll figure it out. Yeah, and even if you'll, even if they don't always have, even artists. if they aren't. Yeah, and even if they aren't a number one, but there are two or a three. Mm, I'll take my chances, man. I'll take my chances. Oh yeah, like I said before, the the way this this organization has set up these waves of players because there's pitching arms coming up through the system now that have been drafted in the last like two years that we haven't even talked about on this podcast, right? And rightfully so because they haven't really done much. You know, they're still, you know, a little green. Uh, but the way they've set up these waves where. They don't need everyone to hit. They just need right forty percent of the guys to hit to some level. Well, I don't. Oh, I don't it's, recall it's, Shane Bieber being. I don't recall Shane Bieber being like uh, one of those. Shane like, Bieber oh, was he's, like a, he's an ace. Fourth or he's an ace. He was a fourth or fifth round draft pick, and I think a lot. I think the consensus on him was like he'll be a nice number three. So sometimes again, going back to like the way people yeah. look at and scout and think about baseball and, and, and the draft is like the draft is the first moment of like a long line of development yep. and, and the way in which yes. these teams mold these players. So like the guy you draft or the guy who is even in the minors for a couple of years is not even going to necessarily be the guy who, when he breaks into the majors is that that's not who he is. So that's always yeah. something that's interesting too. Is like you just you just yeah. don't know. You don't know. At and even all circling back, even circling back to a guy like Boyd, who we talked about in the Benson trade. I read scouting reports over the last twenty four hours. They're like, look, you know, once he gets with the Guardians, the, he's he, he's got a little thing with his swing. If they can fix that, guy's golden. 
You know, he'll be right. he'll be another Will Brennan type. I mean, I think that's the right. I think that's the floor for him is a well Will Brennan type two ninety three ten hitter with you know low teens pop. Okay, great. You know, get them into the system. Get get these guys, and that goes for anybody across the board. You know, whether it be a hitter or a pitcher, get them into the system. Learn what the Guardians organization is teaching these guys. Mm-hmm. Man, it's I I I I I gotta say today's you Darvish extension gave me some hope for a Bieber because his was six years, one oh eight, so eight yeah. a year. Like well, I could and see Bieber taking a deal like that. There's That'd that be an amazing you, deal. You for take us. that, and then you, if you took that and uh, the Castillo deal, and you met Bieber yeah. in the middle, or something like that. Right, right. Because the Castillo deal was like five years, one twenty-five or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, something like that. Yeah. So if he went five, like one ten. Hmm. Yeah. Bieber to me is this generation or could could be this generation's Greg Maddox. Yeah, I I like that because the thing that you have to the thing that Bieber's gonna have to take into account is like, yeah, he can rack up the strikeouts, but like no team I I would I think I, I could be wrong. I don't know if a team's gonna open up the coffers when he doesn't throw that hard. No. No, because they're they're counting on him being so accurate for the next. I mean, Bieber's not that old. He's what? He'll be twenty. Is he twenty nine or thirty? No. He'll be thirty in like two years. Yeah, well, like when the contract ends, when the contract oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's yes. a free agent, so he'll be like 30. thirty, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's twenty seven now. So maybe he'll be even 29 because he's got 29. two more years. 29, 30, right? Yeah. He'll probably get a seven or eight year offer. But lengthwise, that's about all I think he'll get. But I, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't know. There's going to be a team that there, I think there will be, there will be a team that's willing to go that extra year, that extra year, right? That, you're right. I think it's it's really about like what he wants. Yeah. Like if he like so yes, like the, a team, uh, a a a team like the Reds might finally open that checkbook, and or the Cubs and be like, hey, we'll give you eight years. Yeah. At twenty, I actually do. I would. I would be nervous about like the angels because he's from around there mm-hmm. and i can see the angels just being like f it yeah. <laughs> like, like, eight years, I mean, be for 24 million a year right. yeah they do too many years they they would be like oh this is a good pickup but you sign him for 10 years he's gonna be 40 oh totally his contract ends yeah right no i mean i've always been of the belief with bieber that Give me to 33, 34 years old. I'm happy. Oh, yeah. If, then if you he could, stays then in you Cleveland, I'd love for say, one of our pitchers to stay. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, because then you could look at it and say, like, you could do the, the Clayton Kershaw thing, and it's like the random two-year deal, then the one-year yeah. deals, and then it just becomes, you know, 
do you want to stick around or what? <laughs> you know, kind of deal. But, I mean, but as but as the adage goes, it takes two to tango. So, and and I don't, I don't. He's got to want that too. Is like right, and I don't. I mean, look, he doesn't. There's no incentive for him yet to like just be like, yeah, sure, great. I'll you know I'll uh, agree to whatever because he's still got the two years and like it would be in the team's best interest, but maybe not necessarily in his. He's got to bank on well, himself. He's he's well, banking on himself to have um, another good year. I don't want to put this out there or, or wish ill will or anything like that, but let's say he misses some, some time this year. We talked about it a couple of years ago. You know, that's when, when he was go to him. dinged up, that's yep. when you go to him. Like, look, you're like you've been dinged up, dude. You're you're not pitching thirty plus games a season. We'll give you this six years guaranteed, hundred percent guaranteed, man. You can make um, you know, hundred thirty million dollars over the next six years. Spitballing a number and length. I think at that point maybe he he concedes, if you will. Yeah, the hardest part's going to be if he has like another like I mean even if he just replicates what he did last year, then it puts them it puts Abs- them in a really yeah. weird yes. spot. It gets sure. real real hairy. Sure. And then then we're talking about the entire offseason into next year like what the hell are they going to do because if they don't re-sign him, you know they're going to trade him. And then what if they're still yeah. contending right. next year? It just gets really really bizarre. Um Yeah. I mean, I, which you, is why you know I would they're be, like I I would be shocked if like they weren't trying to do it before the start of this season, to be honest. Well, yeah. not even just him. You know, he says no. Then then you gotta go to McKenzie and Cal. Right. Yeah. I mean you you're gonna have to have some continuity in the rotation if you want to stick. And and like I said, you know, if you window. can keep Two of those three guys for the next, um, let's say, eight years, including this upcoming season. I think you're cooking with something at that point, man. I really do. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I get you. I mean, I, McKenzie, you got to keep McKenzie. Yeah. Like, there's so much upside there. He's so young still. Like, I have, he can I have some your... sentimental value with McKenzie. Just because he came through the system. He can lead your rotation. Yeah. Like, he's got a great attitude. He loves, he's a big, like, LeBron guy, loves a bunch of the other Cleveland sports. Um, so, I mean, I it just, like, he, he, there's a couple guys on the team, like, you you have to, like, Jimenez is another one. you got to, you, you don't have to do it yet. Um, Jimenez. But I, I think that, yeah. I think Bieber's going to be their target during spring training. I think that the talk will pick up about some kind of, Trying to get it done before the season. I agree. Yeah. And you know who All we right. didn't even touch on today, this episode, guys, and a possible reunion with is one Brian Shaw. Mm. <laughs> so still floating so out there. Still I just I, I just want to put that out there. I just want to put that out there, and he's still floating out there. Uh I'd be remiss. Uh his his family wouldn't continue to pay me to mention his name. Uh, but right. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, say, man, it's only February. I, 
It is. Jose's extension, that got, when did that, April, early April. Yeah, it was literally Honestly. like two days before the season started. Right. I know this, it, this, it was the season shift. So, you know, we got to, next month and a half, we'll kind of be, be ears open for that. Yeah. Because I, I would be shocked if they're not having those, like, I, I feel like he's the main one they're they're gonna hone in on. Like I, we might get a couple because we got a couple other extensions. Left. I was gonna we say, I was gonna say, extension. before we before we wrap up, um, very quickly, at least one extension, substantial extension to someone, a Bieber, a Jimenez, um, a, a Quantrill, a McKenzie, some form of an extension. Heck, even Rosario, maybe. Um, do we have one before the team breaks for the season? I think we have at least one. Yeah, I would say max I, two. I don't think we're at more than two. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I would actually probably say no because I think okay, everybody. No. I think everybody is probably young enough that the team isn't ready to like do it yet. I could, I, I think like the team is going to say like, I mean, at the end of the day, Andre Semenis has had one season. Sure. Quan, and, Quan and, has had one season. And right. to your, in, in fairness to your point, Steve, really the only pressing individual is Bieber. Right. Everyone else, yeah. everyone else, we can, we can take the time. I think, that's, I, I think that's fair, Steve, because yeah, if a man is knock on wood, this doesn't happen. He comes out kicking balls all over the, the field, hits 200 and like strikes out 250 times. It's like, oh, shit. Good yeah. thing we didn't sign him for like seven right. years. I, I, you know, it's like Straw, Straw was a little more of an established player a bit, not a ton, but he was not, he was, not much. Uh, not much, but I think I think when you start to look at next off season, that's when you might, or even like mid season, that's when you might start to see like, like if Quan, you know, hey, look, if he wins the batting title this year, I think that's where they're like, oh, yep, we're going, oh, we're locking this. Deal. Yes, um, yes. Or like uh, if Jimenez has another year similar to last year, I think that's when the team goes to him and at least tries to throw out an offer, um, and do like a Wander Franco type of deal. Where it's like, uh, yeah. look, we'll sign you for the rest of your life, but it'll be for five million dollars a year. This, like, so I, you this, know, this is so. And, and so, I I think we might get one. I think we could get one before the season starts. Um, but you bring up a good point, and and this is something I've been thinking about too. None of our prospects are uh the greatest thing since sliced bread you know the top prospect in any organization you know we we got a lot of really solid prospects and i was thinking to myself i go does that work in our in the front office's advantage and i think yes it does because i think a guy like Jimenez you know even like let's say he replicates last season well he's a top 10 second baseman he's a all-star but he's not that superstar second baseman. He's kind of that next tier below. And he's kind of that next right. tier below, and that works out to the Guardian's advantage and the market advantage where we can go, you're really darn good, buddy. We can offer you X. 
Right, yes. And I think he takes it. And I think a lot of yep. the prospects that we have coming through the system fall into that category of, you're a darn good player, man. You're a multiple-time all-star. Are you Hall of Fame caliber? Maybe not. Are you, uh, you know, MVP caliber? Maybe not. But you're really darn good. But you and can we win a keep World Series for sure. With but we five, can win a World Series guys. with five or six of those types of types of dudes, yes. Yeah, you don't need perennial MVPs. Well, like you said, it takes two to tango. So And, and, and it takes, yes. And I just hope we'll that see. a lot of the guys follow Jose's Jose's uh, suit. That'll be the yeah. That's going to be the uh, interesting thing to see is that there's an actual precedent now yeah. set in place. So we'll see. Um, okay. All right. Great. Well, that is this episode. Uh, we will be back with more for you as spring training gets underway uh, mid in the next week week and a half uh, with everybody reporting, and then. Uh, I believe your guardians at some point played Mexico in a uh, spring training environment. We do, so, don't we? Holy cow. Yes, we I do. forgot all about yeah. that. So uh, that will happen early March and uh, there will be spring training and WBC and we'll have lots of, you know, random stuff for you as the season gets underway. But until then rate review, subscribe um, and uh, check us out on social at Cal Penal pod and we'll catch you guys later. <laughs>